Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out for the NES. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out was developed and published by Nintendo and released in North America in October of 1987. It was then released in Japan in November of 87 and in PAL territories in December of 87. Wow. Month by month by month. Yeah, and with America first, I must say. Well, I guess North America, not just us. Correct. Now, interestingly enough, this game was made by the R&D 3 crew at Nintendo. And that is uh, also known as the Integrated Research and Development Team. I see. They're more known for their hardware stuff than actual games. Gotcha. They did make a Punch-Out, uh, Star Tropics, and the sequels to both those games. Now, R&D 3 is better known for making a lot of hardware, starting with like the Rumble Pack mm. and memory cartridge packs, and then, in fact, uh, developing the GameCube, and then all of the home hardware after that. Okay. Is this the the same crew then maybe that worked on the arcade version? I think it is. Because that had like the dual screen, right? Yes. So, and I... so that cuts to the point that this is kind of a sequel to slash remake of the arcade game Punch-Out. Yeah. Which was a two screen arcade game. Uh, it was really cool. Giant sprites like this one. But your character had a, uh, well, fake see-through 3D skeletal body. Right. Like the wireframe looking, right? Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I always thought it was like crazy graphics when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. I um, it was very impressive to me, and uh, although I didn't play it all that much in arcades. Oh, I never so, did either. Yeah. Now this game was originally released as a gold cartridge version that was a prize for a Famicom Golf tournament. Okay. And it was just called Punch Out at that point. Okay. And the final boss was uh, Super Macho Man. Oh really? Just okay. It was a game that they were working on internally at Nintendo and hadn't fully completed yet. But the story goes that soon after that contest, the former uh, founder of Nintendo of America and president, Minoru Arakawa, saw an up-and-coming boxer fighting named Mike Tyson. (laughs) And he saw him fight live. He was so impressed with him that he signed him to a three-year licensing contract for this game. Wow. And okay, so when was that in 87, I guess? No, that was before. That was, um, I think, in 86 or maybe early 87 i got you i didn't write the dates on that one sorry buddy oh i know it's, but, it's fine i was but what's interesting is they signed him before he was heavyweight champion oh really so it was while he was on his way up man that's pretty fortuitous there yes it is well and because you know there's the later iteration which was after they lost the rights or you know merchandising rights for mike tyson or whatever you know and they had the later punch out with mr dream Right. I just thought it was like lucky for them too, because it, you know everyone, myself included, kind of assumed there were some, uh, you know, some legal troubles. Well, we'll get them, into that. You know, but it Actually, was like the timing; it just lucked out, like it was over. So I, I... exactly. Um, some people think that they dropped Mike Tyson and it went to Punch Out because of legal troubles, but it was just the licensing expiring. So, in addition to acquiring the license of Mike Tyson. Some key differences from the arcade game to the home release is that you, well, saw the difference in Little Mac. Mm-hmm. You got uh, music added to a lot more of the game. Okay. And those fun little cutscenes and whatnot. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then uh, one other interesting note is that there is an unofficial sequel to this game. And not 
on the Super Nintendo. Right, not Super Punch-Out. No, an unofficial sequel to Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. What's and that? I guess it was uh, developed with oversight by Nintendo, but the product was so bad that they <laughs> said no thank you. No gold seal of approval here. No, and they actually had the license to Mike Tyson. But as you said, Mike Tyson had a lot of legal troubles and at this point was now in jail. Oh. <laughs> so they had to drop him from the game. Well, at least from the title of the game. Right. And this game was then released by ASC Games uh, on the NES in America as Power Punch 2. Power Punch 2, okay. There, there is no Power Punch 1. <laughs> and uh, some other fun facts. They did not change the sprite of Mike Tyson at all. Oh, really? And they just changed him to Mark uh, Tyler. Mark Tyler, okay. And then other fun fact is that this game takes place in space. Well, I'm actually really interested in this now. I have to check this out. Man. It's supposedly not good at all, but it does sound <laughs> extremely interesting. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? Uh, well, uh, it's, um, I guess, you know, third-ish person boxing game. You know, it's it's very kind of right. weird because you're not well, moving. You know, it's fixed perspective over you, you know. Even though I always ask you that question, I write down what I think it is. <laughs> and uh, I wrote down, is a blank person boxing game. I was really torn because I, I was like, first, third, it's kind of both. I was just going to wait for you to tell me what you <laughs> thought it was. So good. Yeah, I'll take that. And uh, in this game, you are Little Mac, the boxer. From the Bronx, New York, right? I guess. I mean, you train around New York, so. Yeah. I mean, that's on his little thing, I yeah. believe. But And there is no jump. You're not jumping in this game. No. I mean, even though you do kind of jump whenever you punch people in the face, but since you're about one-third the height of most of these boxers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I definitely have a few things to say about that. But there is no dedicated jump button in this game. Instead, uh, your face buttons are all dedicated to punching. That's right. And you have four basic punches. If you press your B button, you do a left body blow. Right, yeah. And if you press your A button, you do a right body blow. Yes. Now, up and your B button is a jab to the face from the left. It and is. then, of course, up and the A button is a right jab to the face. Which is, you know, the meat and potatoes of what you'll be doing in this game. It's all about the rhythm of getting those hits correct. Yes, yes. Now, you also have an uppercut which is another punch, and it's a special punch. It takes a little time to do, mm -hmm. and you have to have a star to do it. You know, its biggest problem is that you don't do it by pressing either of those buttons, or no. both of them. You do it by pressing the start button. Yeah, so it's a little over there. Yeah, it is. Um, full disclosure, I was playing this on my Wii U. Okay. I think, yeah, I was trying to remember if it was the Wii or Wii U, and uh, I remapped that to one of the other four face buttons. Oh, nice. Made it a hundred times easier. Yeah, I bet, yeah. I even remapped the select button just to be hey, that way. Yeah, well, if you got it, you know. Why not? Now, there are a few other things you can do, and they don't require buttons. There is the duck, which is double tap down. Mm -hmm. You can hit left or right to dodge. Yeah. Now, the dodge is interesting because the longer you hold the direction, the longer you dodge there that is, direction. Yeah, there's a certain timing to it that you can manipulate to your mm -hmm. advantage, kind of. There is a certain uh, max length of dodge, but if you just tap it, you do a quicker dodge. Right, right, yeah. But and you there's return like, to center faster. As there's well. the super fast dodge that I mean, I've seen, I've done it on accident for many years. I don't know, like I never do it on purpose, but it's like if you like say dodge to the left and then to the right, and you press right as you're coming back, it's supposed to be, you know, right. I think I accidentally mash it when I'm. Uh, that's not know, not I'm, in my skill set yet. Not, I can tell you that. Yeah, I'm not not uh, me either. <laughs> and then you can also block. 
And that is just pressing down or holding down. Yeah. So, and that lets you block uh, certain types of punches. Yeah, usually straight punches. And it's like you can hold down the block. And then as soon as you get hit and block a punch, it'll, you know, you'll drop your defense and you have to hit it again. Right. It makes certain fighters a little easier later on uh, once you realize that and not the fact that you have to tap it in timing with the hit. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now, as we talked about, you need stars to do an uppercut. That's your big moneymaker. But, you know, getting stars is an interesting process. It is. It's almost every fighter has a different, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, different weaknesses that will result you know where it's like punch them here you get a star or i mean in general kind of there's the late punch Mm -hmm. technique where it's like you dodge and you wait a certain amount of time where it's like and you hit them right before they're done exposing their weakness and you'll get a star instead of just stunning them and you know punching the crap out of them so to get these stars you have to punch the opponent at least one to three times usually Mm -hmm. uh in a special way and then a little star will blink and then it's now in your inventory yeah which you have a little bar at the top of your screen that shows off a couple of different things and stats. Right. You have the stars. Now, another thing about those stars are that you can get more than one. You yeah. can build them up. But you also lose one, or is it more than one, when you get hit? You lose one when you get hit, but you'll lose all of them when you fall down. Okay. Or between rounds. You yeah. also lose all of them. Which kind of sucks, but you know. <laughs> a lot of close ones where you're like, oh, I almost got to the uppercut, but then. Yeah, you know, run out of time. You're yeah. Like, no. Now, one of the other icons at the top of your screen next to that is the heart. Mm-hmm. And hearts are your stamina. Yeah, it's a weird. Um, it goes down um, whenever you like you attack and your punch is blocked, uh-huh. or I believe when you get hit as well. And yes. you start with like a. I, I believe it's just a number. It's pre predetermined for every uh, fighter. Okay. And then once they get down to zero, you turn pink and you can't punch and you just have to dodge for a while. And then it goes back up some? Yeah, you you get a few more back. I, I mean, it's something that I'm. I realized I was like I'm really unclear on how much. These things go because it's always like, I don't really pay attention to it when I was playing the game. Until... I would pay more attention when I was watching someone play it. And even then, I didn't really understand what <laughs> amount you got back and why. Yeah, it's, uh, it seems pretty arbitrary. Well, next to the arbitrary heart box is a series of bars, you know, little energy graphs. There's one for you and one for your opponent. Mm-hmm. And these represent your health. Yeah. So that's pretty simple. Yeah, I mean, hey, it started right here. I mean... Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, that life meter. This is the first time I ever saw one like that, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, Then to the far right of that is a little box that has the time in it. There are three minutes per round, Mm -hmm. and it tells you uh, how many seconds have gone through so far. And then at the bottom, what round you're in. Yep. And then under that, uh, points. Yeah. Under the whole thing, you do get points as you attack and do other boxing things. There's Yeah, there's a certain different weight to, you know, you get different points for, you know, like... When you punch someone, you get points. When you punch them and get a star, you get more. When right. you use a star, if you knock them down, you get points. If you knock them down with a star, you get more points. Like. So there are three ways to win a match. There is a knockout. Mm-hmm. There is a technical knockout, which is uh, when they are you know unconscious and can't get up. Yeah. And then there is by decision, which means uh, it was a draw for the three rounds, and then whoever has the highest number of points wins that match. Well, every boxer has a certain amount. There's like a a uh, points like that total you have to you get, have to, get to to beat them and some of them are like you just can't win via decision no matter how many points oh which is yeah it's kind of weird but i uh, i brought those down for our fighters so great <laughs> yeah. and I've, i also saw some other stuff where it's like to get a genuine ko where they're just down for the whole 10 count like 
I mean, I, I didn't verify it, but I saw online where some people had broken down into like, you know, after the fifth time you knock this person down in a fight, they'll KO. Or right, I have seen time. some of that as well. Or during special moves they do. Right. I'm right. sure we'll talk about that in a moment. Mm. One other thing to talk about here is healing. Yeah, yeah. How does healing work in this game? I don't fully understand. You can it, it only works really between the first and second round. Okay. Yeah, this was highly debated at my household. Uh, my son took to just mashing all four buttons and, you know, claiming that was the best way to do it. Well, because we couldn't figure out which one it was. Oh, okay. Um, I just said it didn't work and just gave up after a while, even though I thought it had worked for me at certain times, which explains the first round right. thing. Well, it's definitely the select button is the one that you hit. Right. And I'm remapped that. So I was like, I will make it easier to tap. Yeah. I've never found, you know, I would usually do 12 or 15. That's for some reason. Now it does seem to make doc rub your shoulder faster when he does this. Oh, is that correct? I hope so. I, I didn't really pay attention. Oh, my big thing was that it's like. For many years, I've tried to peg down where I'm like, how is this deciding how much life I get? Because you can put in like 30 taps and you'll get like a little sliver, you know, or, you know, mm -hmm. I would just be like, I'm just doing 12 every time for every fight. And I would just always get random amounts. So it's got to be crossing it. Like maybe it's like depending on your score or something. Stamina? I, I, I have no idea. But yeah, you can, you know, get that. Um, If you do it before the first fight or the first round, it'll actually deplete your life. So don't get greedy. Well, Nick, this is a first-party Nintendo game, but but a little earlier in the system's lifespan. So, I don't know. Is this a good uh, instruction manual or uh, not? <laughs> well, it's it's all right. There's, I mean, it is early, so, you know, they do a good job of explaining the things we talked about. Right and left punches, high-low, dodge, block, blah, blah, blah. Are we looking at drawn pictures or? Um, well, it's 15 pages and it's full color, so you got that. That's oh, nice. nice. You do get a bunch of screenshots. There's a little art, and it's mostly just redrawn, like, the portraits you see and you know before like it there's oh, one of that's a bummer because i really like the portraits themselves yeah well it's, it's like somebody just drew that picture of doc with his hand on Mac's shoulder or okay you know a couple of the boxers you know or drew. maybe vice versa yeah perhaps that was the drawing that was then later used as artwork in the game that yeah, that could be true uh it also has a uh, little a brief little max opponents section where it tells you a little about the guys but it mostly is just reprinting information from in between the fights and this is where you see where they drew the picture you would see in the game okay but it only goes through like four guys there's glass joe von kaiser king hippo and bald bull interesting choice for sure oh, I, I thought so too um although it does tell you how to beat king hippo right here where it's like hit him in his you know weak spot in the belly but it's like you know it, it spells it out for you right there Good, because he is your first, like, real weird challenge in the game. Yeah, kind of. Um, so, and then there's a, a, a short techniques section um, that tells you, it spells out how they move their guard, basically, where it's like, um, which is pretty cool. It's something that I actually never knew until, like, this year, where, you know, if you press up to punch, right, but you're not punching, right, you can watch the guy, he'll move his hands up, the opponent, or if you let off, you know, they'll move their guard up or down. Huh. That can yeah, it, it's really kind of sweet actually, and so you can trick them that way a little bit. Is that the deal? Well, yeah, like a lot of times, like if you're pressing up to punch him in the face, they'll move their guard up, and if you punch them, they'll block. But if you're holding up and then you just boom, let go and tap your your body blow, it'll sneak through or vice versa. Hmm, it's pretty cool. But um, yeah, and uh, apparently according to this, your left punch is slightly faster but slightly weaker than your right. I I can't verify that myself. All right. But it does give you a, a little pointer here that is, uh, if the opponent gets up on the count of one, then one star, no matter what, will always knock them down. 
Like they'll just boom, it's over. No matter how much life they have. Interesting. So that's pretty nice. And uh, of course, it tells you that during the interval, use the advice of Doc Lewis to your best advantage. I always try to. <laughs> There's one piece of advice he gives that I really wish I would have uh, taken as a child. What call the Nintendo Fun Club today? Yeah, I I wish I did. Yes, I, I would have. <laughs> well, I mean that was the precursor to Nintendo Power, so I could have you know had that first issue well, in the mail and some crazy like uh, letters and maybe a video. It's hard knows? to say. Yeah. Um. And then to close it all out, we do get one memo page. So and you know you good good on them because you ha- do have uh, some passwords you're going to need to write down possibly. Yeah. In fact, the scan I looked at had the password for uh, the World Circuit on it written nice. down. So there it is, and that's the manual. Well, Nick, what was your personal history with this game? Um, it was a frequent rental when I first got my. Nintendo, I remember, it was out so early that I remember renting it myself, and then uh, one of my friends who lived across the street later owned it, the the non-Mike Tyson version, Mm. so it was a little later, but, so we played a lot of that back and forth, and then years later, I was able to finally beat Mike Tyson, but that was only via decision. I was there. Oh yeah, right, yeah. I I was surprised that that was po- i didn't think that was possible i thought so i mean yeah, me too i thought he was one of the ones you couldn't i was like whoa really like yeah and I that remember. was with a keyboard right like that was in those days right emulating it's possible so. those are some hazy days <laughs> what about yourself sir now i did not play this game much at all as a child i saw it as a sports game and i was not very good at them so i yeah. just avoided it I don't know how this one snuck through my radar. <laughs> you know, I thought that it was going to be like 10-yard fight or, you know, whatever. Which is kind of weird because I did enjoy ice hockey. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But this game just seemed way too complex. I did get to play it, I think, once at someone's house. And while I was awed by the spectacle of its graphics, mm-hmm. uh, I just thought it was super hard. And therefore, I was never going to rent it or play it again. Right on, yeah. This was one, too, that I remember, like, parents would play a little. like you Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Then what was your more recent experience with this game? Well, um, first I want to preface it by saying for the past few months, this has kind of been my time waster game where I'm like waiting on the girl, 10, 15, I'll just see how far I can get on this game. So I've been, you know, back in the groove pretty well. And uh, I was able to beat Mike Tyson via TKO for the first time ever. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So personal best. Yeah. Uh, so I was very pleased with that. Indeed. We need to get you a capture box. Yeah, man. Put some of these great wins online. Well, uh, I'll be honest. I probably lost 25, 30 times. Like, you know, there was a lot of me losing before it finally. (laughs) I believe it because I also played this game um, a bit. Now, I only played it about four or five times, about 30, maybe 40 minutes a time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did not beat the game. Well, it's it's tough, man. (laughs) I'll I'll clue you in later. We'll see where I got to. Okay. But, uh... What was really interesting is that my son really got into this game, and I watched him play it a great deal. Yeah. He's about halfway through the game. Okay. He played, I think, like three or four times as well. Nice. He really likes it. And one of the things this game pointed out, which I can say here because he doesn't listen to this podcast, <laughs> is that I see the emerging crossroads on the horizon of our skill levels. As oh, he gets yeah. quicker and I get slower. <laughs> He was taking to the concepts of the game so much faster than I expected. Oh, young and strong. Yeah, I mean, I still have Mario Kart, but, you know, <laughs> Smash Brothers, that's that's a young man's game in my world. So, oh, yeah. There's going to be a point here where I, I don't know what game it will be, but he's going to trounce me and I'm going to be a little sad about It'll it. It'll be like, finally. 
But, you know, uh, I did enjoy my time with this game, and I do plan on adding it to my rotation. I want to definitely try to get better enough to beat it. I think I have that skill set in hand now. Yeah. All right, Nick, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. Yes, we are. And I'd like to start by saying, man, this game is so good. I wish I was better at it. (laughs) It does take a bit of like, there's no other games like it. You know what I mean? Like no other boxing games, really. It's it's almost like a proto street fighting, fighting game in a way. Like, yeah, because, you know, this game is really all skill based. There is no, uh, there's nothing you can do to fudge your way through this game. There's no power-ups. There's no extra right, lives. Right. There's no anything like that. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's a little randomness into their, which punch are they going to throw or win timing, right. but it's pretty set, you know. But yeah, not to bury the lead, but this a big draw for this game early on, especially in 87, was the graphics. Like, you have huge, great, well-animated sprites. Yeah, they are amazing for 87. I mean... It's it's really unbelievable how much character they put into them and how smartly they did animate them because, you know, there is a lot of expression and movement going on with these giant sprites. Yeah, yeah. But when you really look at it, it only boils down to maybe one or two little areas of it moving, which right. gives the whole thing a really nice sense of movement. Oh, yeah. I mean, Just the feet moving around a little bit, you know, the twitch of the eye, you know, all these things show a character really fluidly. Well, and it's like they have this kind of cartoonish style, like a lot of the, the oh, knockdowns, yeah. you know, where you get the some hilarious ones. Like I legitimately laugh out loud whenever, if you know, I knock some of these guys down in a goofy way or, you know. Well, and another thing about this is these sprites, I know at least the one for the arcade were all done by a Japanese like manga artist. Okay. But in this game, I really feel like they channel a lot of like early Warner Brothers. Like these are really built like the wrestlers or muscle guys in Bugs Bunny cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Like or like the boxer dude in yeah, the one. They yeah. have a you know, that feeling of like the V shaped body and those cartoony yeah. proportions and even the faces that really feel like more Western animation and give like a really fun sense to these fights. Oh yeah, I mean casual racism never looks so good. But. Yes. Well luckily it's a <laughs> it's a widespread of multicultural racism. Um, you know, some of it is a little rough, but you know, you also get your licks in on the Germans. And, you know, some other uh, you know, places in the world that don't feel as rough to rib. Right. Well, I mean, it's not like I mean, some of it is just goofy. You know, like I'm the great tiger and he makes all these cat puns at you kind of, yes. you know, so it's like, yeah. But, you know, sometimes I can see where some people might think it's a little offensive, but I I, I, I don't know. It, just, it seems mostly harmless here. I don't think it was intended to hurt by right. the creators of Nintendo. Let's just put it that way. Now, one of the things you mentioned, I think, super briefly was the music. And the music in this game is a little sparse. There's only, like, two long tracks in it. Yeah. But they are great tracks. Yeah, that's they're super catchy. and The background music is amazing for the fights. And then your training montage music is one of my favorite things of all time. Uh, it's Yeah, uh, in addition to being catchy, it's like they all seem very appropriate for what's going on. Like the music when they're knocked down, the music, you know, or when you're knocked down, like it's tense. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it sets the mood. Well, and the music was done by a trio of guys, uh, mm-hmm. music and sound. And I really didn't find a lot about what they did beyond that, except for one of them worked on Zelda 2 
its oh, music. And the okay. other worked on the Metroid Prime series a lot. So, Oh, yeah. No, I saw that because I checked. I don't remember the name, but sometimes when I'm downloading this music, you get somebody filled out the ID tags. So I'm like, oh, hey, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'm sorry to not call him out, but it didn't really seem to no, it do was, much it, else in the world. It was it was all games. Metroid Prime, it seemed, that I could tell. Mm-hmm. Now, also between... As I mentioned, between fights, sometimes there is a little training montage where uh, Little Mac and his trainer, Doc Lewis. Doc Lewis. They, you know, train around the city. And you get this uh, great music. And you also get one of the greatest sprites of the Statue of Liberty I've ever seen. And you see it, this is three times in between each, like, circuit right you know so it's like you get to see it at daytime at evening and night and it also has some really early awesome parallax scrolling in the water back there like yeah i as a i guess seven-year-old i don't know whenever i first played this game that blew my mind this is you know really early pretty sweet graphic effects very cool cutscenes, and then you know between each round you have a little scene where it shows each boxer in their corner mm-hmm. and you get a great little you know photo of them and then of course they always spout some hilarious lines such as join the Nintendo Fun Club or um <laughs> Soda Popinski says I can't drive so I'm going to walk all over you yeah well i mean he's famously adapted from vodka drunkensky which you know this is where i was like yeah, this could be offensive to some russian people where right. like you know i mean well, but are you serious his bottle says pop on it well, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they covered that up, but, I mean, it originally, I guess in the arcade or whatever, was it just said XXX, right? Mm. It was, you know, but right. they didn't change any of his sayings, so it's pretty funny. Yeah, I guess, you know, you could take that either way, but it is a, kind of a weird, uh, well, at least he doesn't <laughs> drink and drive. That's the cool part. Yeah, that's true. He's somewhat responsible. But, yeah, um, so... As we said earlier, when you get your uh, little training montage, that's also when you'll get a password. So, um, and this game has some pretty nice, tight little seven-digit passwords. Yeah, not bad at all. I mean, there's not really a lot of places you can be, but they do keep track of your win-loss record. Yeah. So that's interesting. And there's a bunch of weird ones you can put in, like uh, there's a password. If you beat the game and you you can enter a password, it's kind of weird where you it's it's six digits or something. Right. And then you press... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The passwords are 10 digits. I'm flipping out. But anyways, it's short one, and you have to press, like, A, B, and start before you enter the last digit, and it takes you to another world circuit, which is, like, seven more, you know, recycled boxers, but they're they're harder. And isn't there a, uh, perhaps, test or select screen uh, code in that same set of uh, weird codes? Maybe. Um, I did see one that's hilarious, that if you put in the number for the Nintendo Fun Club, it, it's a password. Yeah, I saw that as well. Pretty <laughs> I awesome. don't know what it does, but... And then there's the one famous password that starts you off right at Tyson. So right, that's where I did most of my fighting this time because I was like, I already know I can get there. I'm just going to practice out here. You know? Right. Well, I uh, took advantage of the save state function. And while I never save stated during a match, I did before each match. Therefore, I didn't oh, have yeah. to worry about the password system. But also, I didn't have to worry about the losing system. Oh, yeah. Which is a weird kind of thing. Now, if you lose to a normal boxer... You go down one match or one rank. Yeah, and then you have to fight the last guy again. But if you lose at a title fight, something else happens. Well, um, you can get a rematch. Mm -hmm. And then I think if you lose the rematch, then you get the... I'm not sure when, but you can't get that game over screen where you're just sitting there depressed in the locker room. So watch out for that, guys. Watch out indeed. Because it's not like you have like lives as a stat or anything. So it's kind of vague. 
And then the one other thing to talk about, which we I think we briefly mentioned, is the fact that Little Mac should be renamed Tiny Mac. <laughs> he is, I mean, I can see it as, you know, these are very small sprites so that you can see and react to the opponent's sprite. Correct. You know, instead of doing a wireframe thing, I think it, while it is kind of comical, it, it is actually better. I think it's less distracting than having your stuff in front. I agree, but the size difference between Little Mac and some of his opponents it's, is insane. Well, I mean, you're leaping up just to pop him in the face, you know, with every punch. Like At standing, some of the later guys, you are barely at their waist. Yeah, it's there's quite a difference. But as you said, it does allow the action to be seen better. And it gives you just these huge, beautiful sprites of the enemies, which gives us a, you know, enough place to see tells to when they're going to attack or dodge or move. Yeah. And then along with tells from the boxers, it was recently found that there are a bunch of tells from the audience as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I've... I remember thinking, you know, because there are certain uh, attacks, mm-hmm. you know, that they very, it's a very quick, or if any tell at all, with right. some of the later boxers. And if you're looking at that guy with the beard or something, you know. There's a guy with a camera as well, a camera flash. Oh, yeah? Also okay. sets off uh, one of them. I don't have the cojones to look away from the guy, you know, and stare at the crowd and be like, all right. like Yeah, uh, <laughs> the thing about this game for me is it's it's so tense that I am i can't really even pay attention to much more than my right. health and what's happening right in the middle of the screen. Yeah, same here. So I, I did not take advantage of that. All right. Duly noted. All right, Nick. This is it. This is the part of the show where we talk about a game level by level. But there really aren't levels in the world of boxing. No, sir. Instead, you have matches. And we're going to take this game match by match. And your very first match is against... Glass Joe. Yeah, Glass Joe is your first opponent in the uh, WVBA minor circuit. Yes. Which, that's the World Video Boxing Association, which... I, I miss those days where they would have fake, like, it's the video game Olympics or, you know. Like. Right. Yeah, it's always interesting. And Glass Joe is the perfect starter opponent. He's the uh, the kind of the loser fighter. He's like 1 in 99, I think. Right. Um, he's from Paris, France. You get a little Marseillaise when he, when he comes out at the beginning. Yes. You can win in a decision, but it's 5,000 uh, points of your score that you'll need. So, heads Which up. you shouldn't need because, you know, Glass Joe has a glass jaw, and he is easy to knock out. He's pretty weak. Um, he has a, you know, you can tell at the beginning for like the first 40 seconds, he's just going to be, it's like uh, training lessons for you with the up and down guard. You can see where it's like, you can punch him in the face usually like three times and he'll move his guard up. Mm-hmm. And, and then you move down and back and forth. While he is a tall uh, character, he is a skinny character. So yeah, yeah. a little lanky. He's a goofy looking guy. I like his, his sprite for sure. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, it's more training on how to fight. You know, it's you're not going to get a ton of blows in on him, but you are going to get a star pretty easily. Yeah, and this is where right around 40 seconds usually he'll hop back and do his like wiggle his fist, do his special punch. And when he's hopping back down, if you uh, punch him in the face... The timing's a little difficult, but I've never failed. Uh-huh. I'll just knock him down right away. And that's a TKO, correct? Well, that's just a knockdown. That's TKO just a knockdown. is the three. So if you hit him while he's at, what's that move called? Uh, whatever his little punch he does, his special. I mean, I just hit him with a normal like right hand when he comes mm-hmm. down. And Well, whenever he does his like, little you know jab at you running punch, you can knock him out with the one hit. And I, I can do that as well. So if I can do it, anyone can do that. Yeah, and it's a... Uh, 
yeah and i mean after he gets up or comes back he'll start throwing some hooks and stuff and you can dodge i actually in a way this guy is one of the harder guys for me because he's so slow that the, it's the, like it's hard to dodge the rhythm is so off that you're like dodging way too soon and coming back and getting hit i did notice that in fact i'll tell you which guy i think is a little easier later on but this guy you can't have some troubles with his dodges but don't be discouraged you know you only have to knock him down two yeah, maybe three times and he's yeah. not getting up yeah he's a wuss he is you should be able to get through him in the first round no problem and once you do you move up in the ranks you get uh, a nice little scene with doc lewis mm-hmm and he's telling you about your next match with Von Kaiser. Von Kaiser, the German stereotype. Yeah, he's known as the German steel machine. He's from Berlin, Germany. But this was 87, so it makes me wonder. I'm like, is this East or West Berlin? I don't know. He does have that cool mustache. Yeah. I, either way, it's going to take you 8,000 points to win a decision with him. But you shouldn't even get to the second round honestly no now oddly enough he's not wearing boxing shorts he's wearing some sort of like uh flood pants or yeah. maybe capris <laughs> yeah yeah uh, in brown mm-hmm. and uh he fights with a old-fashioned style he's kind of got his dukes up yeah he does have that kind of like you know i'll butter your bean yeah and he bounces around a little bit as he fights he's yeah. a cool sprite i like him a lot Sure. And uh, I mean, when he starts off, he's going to come down and start doing his little head wiggle and then punch, straight punch. Yeah. And if you, uh, when he wiggles his head, you can hit him with a counter punch, kind of a body blow. Right. Which eventually, at first it won't, but it'll eventually start giving you stars. Okay. And then you can also get stars if you punch him when he ducks before yeah. he uppercuts. After a That's certain, how I did it. Yeah. After a certain time, he'll start doing his like crouching uppercut. And if you hit him on the appropriate side, you'll get a star. And then... The big secret is that anytime you punch him, normally guys would be stunned. If you lay off, he'll start like right. moving his mouth, and then one uppercut will knock him down every time. So it's pretty easy to just get three uppercuts early on and then hit him three times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that takes him out. Yep, yep. Any fun sayings from uh, Von Kaiser stick out in your mind? Not that I can think of. Uh, yeah. I can't even remember the last time I got to the second round with him to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Uh, Next up, you fight the champ of the minor circuit. Yeah, title bout. With the Piston Honda. Yes, uh, from Tokyo, Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, as you you know, you can he's very clearly uh, stereotyped with his bonza or his imperial flag. You know, he's got the flag bandana and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, it's uh, like a kamikaze style. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. But, but you know uh, what? The Japanese made this game, so. Yeah, they can do it. Um, you cannot win, uh, at least this time, by decision with him, oh. so. Uh, you got to watch out for that. Um, he has several tells. Usually the start off will be as he wiggles his eyebrows and eyes. And, and I really like that animation. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's very cartoony and goofy, but. I love it, man. My kids loved it too. <laughs> He's one of their favorite characters. When he, yeah. So he does that. You can jab him in the face to get a star and he'll usually follow that, you know, obviously with a quick jab. So you want to dodge those afterwards. Um, he will start throwing some right hooks. Mm-hmm. Once again, if you punch him in the face, there's another star there. Um. So you can get a lot of stars pretty quick. The, the key problem is, even though you have these stars, there's not a lot of opportunities to get that long uppercut in. No, most of the time for uppercuts, trying to land them is like, you know, I'll dodge, hit them once in the face or something to stun them, and then do the uppercut okay. safely. But sometimes I'll just dodge them no matter what. So. And then his big move is the piston punch. Yeah, he'll hop back and do. you get a little dance. He's, he powers up kind of and mm-hmm. comes down and starts uh, throwing these uh, quick jabs at you. Now, you can hit him 
on his descent of the piston punch. You can. And, uh, and that's right in the face, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't think about it. The last time I was playing through, I actually did. I And I used an uppercut and it knocked him down. So Okay. Now, but, the uh, problem is is it's kind of tricky to time. And I find that piston punch, is it's a little hard to deal with. It's very fast and it does a lot of damage. Yeah. Well, and he's hitting you like five or six times, I think. So. This is the first super move that is really kind of deadly. If you're not, you know, if you're at half health or whatever, you can be knocked down to almost nothing. Yeah. Well, definitely. This, I mean, this is your first real challenge of a boxer, really. Um, and uh, I normally will just try to block those punches. Right. Uh, and soak them up. Yeah, it's not too hard. I mean, you can get a lot of hits. Like, if you dodge his uppercuts, those are your, your big meat and potatoes there, because you can hit him like 11 times. So, between those and your uppercuts, you should be able to take him down. This is the first guy I might see round two in, personally, um, uh -huh. which is kind of a strategy that you can have if you're fighting people that are starting to get tough, is if you've almost got them knocked down and you're approaching the end of the first or second round, be like, just wait. So that they start the next round with very little life, so you can get a quick knockdown. It's easier to get your, you know, all three in one uh, round. But yeah, because if you kill them and they get back up, then they'll have almost full health. Usually, yeah. So it's a <laughs> mixed bag. Well, if you manage to defeat Piston Honda, you are now the minor league champ. What is it? Not a league. What is it? Uh, circuit. The minor circuit champ. Yeah, I know. Sorry, guys. I have to think. <laughs> <laughs> you are the minor circuit champ. And you can now move on to the major circuit, where you will fight Don Flamenco. I love Don Flamenco. Um, I love almost everything about him. I, his music is apparently from Carmen, the opera. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't recognize it myself, but I read it. Uh, I love his little rose in the mouth. Um, we used to always joke that, you know, he has it and he does his dance. It Almost flamenco dance. And then does his uh, his little flamenco punch demo at the beginning, and then the the rose is gone. So we always swore that he ate it, but uh, All right, I then. don't know. Cartridge Commandos, what do you think? I think he probably threw it to a lady in the crowd. Uh, lucky lady. Um, well, this fine fellow is from Madrid, Spain, and it'll take you 10,000 points to get a decision. Now, he is another tall and lanky uh, opponent. Big, uh, big funny nose and chin. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I always thought that he... He always reminds me and I think looks like Don Adams. I could see that. You know what I mean? Especially in his portraits, so... Mm -hmm. very, very much so. Fans yeah. of uh, Get Smart. Yeah. In my mind, that's what his voice sounds like when he's typing or, you know... He, so messages. he sounds like Inspector Gadget to you. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, um... He's got some really funny, you know, where he's like, don't mess up my hair. I'm so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then if you do beat him up, his uh, sprite will change and his little uh, part of his hair will come off where it's like a toupee. Now, we did forget to mention that, yeah, you know, the, the sprites, uh, the little portraits in between rounds do change depending on how much damage you or the opponent has taken. Yeah. It will reflect a little bit of that. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, your messages will change where, you know, if you're getting your, your butt stomped, you'll be like, he's hurt me, Doc, like, and he's just like, tough look, <laughs> I don't know, but here you can knock his hair off, and that does also change his sprite in the match as well. Oh, wow, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Now, Don Flamenco, I think, if you are in your groove and you now have your reflexes honed, is the easiest opponent so far. Yeah, um, you know, he'll just stand there and kind of block and taunt until you throw a punch which he will then block, and then he'll flamenco punch you back. Which, which is a really slow kind of uppercut. Yeah, um, it's pretty strong. It is. Uh, it's like a quarter, a third of your life or something. Like, he can tear you up. But all you have to do is dodge, and then if you start counterpunching right and yeah. left, you can generally do it until he's completely knocked out. Correct. It is a fairly easy dodge. Yeah. yeah. And then I think this is one of the few opponents that has no. there's no way to get a star from. Um. Yeah, I haven't... Uh, 
I saw someone online said you could get a star if you knocked him out in the first round and he stood up, does his flank minko punch. Oh, yeah, you punch him while he's posed right before it? Right. Yeah, we I, tried that like three times and got nothing out of it. I never did. And honestly, at least on the first time here, you really don't need it. Because, no, not at all. Like you knock him down once, which should be right away. And then he gets up with very little life and you can do the same thing. And just he usually is KO'd on the second day, uh, knockdown. So you should be good to go. Yeah. Like I said, you know, once you have your dodging down, this guy is actually the easiest because yeah. you are initiating every exchange. Yeah. He's just responding to you. Yeah. And I like that. Once you've beaten him. You get to move on to a much stranger opponent, <laughs> a king. Yes, the one and only King Hippo. <laughs> Fans of the Captain in uh, TV show might think he looks a little strange here because he does not have disgusting blue skin. Correct. But, uh, which I never fully understood why they went with him no, as a character. Know, for, I mean, I guess he is like a pretty memorable character. Yeah, he's very weird looking. Uh, one thing I don't remember is what was his voice on that show? Was it just like the dumb guy voice? I don't know. That's what it. That's what I'm thinking in my mind now. Same here. I, I, I can know. remember Eggplant Wizards and, of course, Mother Brain. Yeah. But, no, I, I've got nothing on, on King Hippo. Yeah, I, I'll have to go back and check that out for future updates. But this fellow is the king of Hippo Island in the South Pacific. Yes. That's and the ocean, not the musical. Oh, okay. Now, King Hippo is really the... First super challenge of the game. Yeah, I mean... Because if you don't know what's going on, you can waste a lot of time here. Oh, yeah. You have a lot of puzzle solving to do. And since you cannot win by decision, you need to take him down. Which is no easy task. I mean, he's tricky because he basically has two punches. You know, he'll do his normal attack where it's he puts his fist up kind of in front of his face and slugs you, Mm -hmm. which is pretty strong. Um, And then... Both of them take off, I think, almost half... If not, they're powerful punches. And then he'll do his like uh, hippo punch. I don't know. He opens his mouth and slugs you. It's a little yeah. stronger, but that's, puts, yeah. that's where your opportunity to fight back is because he'll block any punch you throw at all before. But if you hit him in the, when his mouth is open, he'll block that. His pants will kind of drop. You'll see his little tape X thing on, on his, his belly, belly button. button. Yeah. yeah. And you start blasting him left, right, uh, body blows in the gut. And you can, you know, wail on him till he's almost done. If not all the way, usually, depending on your, your rhythm. It's like, yeah, it'll usually takes two two or three, I think, times to, you know, he is tough and strong, but once you knock him down once, he's out. So right. So he'll never get back up. Now, the thing about him is the entire first 20 to 30 seconds of this match is dodging. Well, You and just have to stay on your toes I mean, and not get hit. This is an area where it's uh, the slight randomness. Like, sometimes the first three or four punches he throws will be hippo punches. You can just blast him and right. be done with it. Sometimes you just will be keep dodging, being like, come on, throw me a bone here. Like, I'm dodging these big... And, and it's kind of tricky because you have to wait to see which kind of punch it is. So I feel Correct. like I'm always doing very late dodges, but... All things considered, he's not too bad. No. And once you have beaten him, you get to go on to your next opponent, the Great Tiger. The Great Tiger is, uh, he's coming from Bombay, India. And, uh, or I guess that'd be Mumbai nowadays. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, But uh, it will take you 10,000 points to get a decision victory for him. All right. And he is a stereotypical Indian man, uh, complete with turban and jewel in the middle. Yes. Um, Although he is pretty cool looking. He's kind of a badass, and he has a tiger skin behind him. Yeah, his, he's, uh, he's a corner. wizard as well. But uh, <laughs> And he has magic powers. Yeah. Um, he, bending reality. Like At first, 
the first sequence of it will be where he's throwing jabs and you'll see his little jewel flash as in the, the tell. Yeah, pretty you, standard, pretty easy. If you can pop him in the face, you can get an, uh, you can get a star. Yes. While he's doing that. Really Otherwise, easy star. Yeah, you can dodge or, I mean, if you get the rhythm down, you can just keep punching him in the face for the first 30, 40 seconds till he goes into uh, Von Kaiserish uppercuts. Yeah, and which, you know, again, not too hard to deal with. Same thing. Uh, rack up those stars and uppercut him as much as you can. But at least at the first round, at 2.30, he he unveils his super weapon. Yes. The Tiger Punch. And it is magic. Not not like I'm saying that it's a magical-looking attack. It is straight-up magic. He yeah. spins and hovers, and then he disappears and reappears in one of four spots in the center of the ring. Yeah, he's like zooming around. and When he appears in front of you, he punches you. Yeah. So Five times. I just or more. Uh, I don't know. It's you have to block five times to stop him, but yeah. it's not as bad as it seems when you realize that you can just hold down the button. Yeah, after every punch, just reapply and hold, and he'll just. For the longest time, I thought you had to match the timing of his punches. Oh yeah, which made it a lot harder. Yeah, but if you do block five in a row, he will then be dizzy from this attack. Yeah, and then one one uh, jab will knock him down. Excellent. So the the worst thing about this attack really is that it eats up like fifteen seconds on the clock, like. There have been times where I was like, he's almost dead, but he's spinning around, and it took too long before I could uh, knock him down. Yeah. One other cool thing is that in, in later rounds, he won't walk down to the ring. He'll start in the corner and then teleport down Ooh. right in front of you with his little wiggle. And I do want to point out that if you ever get to knock him down with a body blow, it's hilarious. Does he do like one of the super wah 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 wahs? Well, it's like um, it's like he's bent over and he's like up and down like. I don't know, like, like he moves back. It's so I crouching Pac-Man style. Yes, yeah, it, it cracks me up every time. So look next. for that cartridge commandos. Well, next up, you fight the champ of the major circuit, Bald Bull. This Bald. is a, Bald a hideous, Bull. hideous man. He is a big, ugly. I honestly, you know, we talked a little about King Hippo. This is the guy I always thought of who should have been on like the the Mike Tyson's bad guy. Like he always seemed like. I mean, I don't know. He but. does look a little more stereotypical as a bad guy, but I think that weird little mustache he has, you know, keeps him out of being. And he has sideburns, but no hair. No, nope. you always get the little. I love it. Um, he's a yeah, he's a huge um, brute of a man from Istanbul, Turkey, and you cannot beat him by decision. Mm-mm. Now he straight up looks like one of the Looney Tunes uh, wrestling. Yeah. Yes, characters. definitely. He is a. Uh, he's also like this is your next kind of watershed of difficulty. Definitely, because he's um. He's very strong. He has several, like, he'll start with his little spinny fist jabs, mm-hmm. which, uh, if you're quick enough, you can punch him while his uh, hands are spinning, and you can get a couple, you wow. can get stars sometimes, but oh. I found that uh, the more stars I would get here, like, this was really where I was like, he's dodging all my uppercuts, like, it's not even really helping, like, right. if I, as opposed to when I would just get a few and, you know, spread mm-hmm. them out, so I don't know how he's, you know, catching on. So, you can get a few hits on him, you know, during his, around his normal attacks. Mm-hmm. But the real magic is waiting for that bull charge. The bull charge. This is the infamous. Uh, I remember getting hints for this in the Nintendo uh, serial system. Mm-hmm. Had the tips where it was like on the third jump, which is weird when I try to describe the timing where, you know, if he, he'll, he'll move to the back of the ring and then do this weird jump slash charge. Where he'll run up and uppercut you and right. it will knock you down in one hit unless you hit him first. Right. Which is for me, I feel like it's right after that third jump. It is, it's a weird timing. Um, and again, it's a hard thing to say because like at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm paying attention to. I've just been doing, I've got this timing down and I've been doing it for so long that mm-hmm. 
So my advice would be to wait till right after that third jump. Then you hit it. It's mostly like for me as a sound thing when you can hear the like, like I go Mm. for that, you know, because it's kind of hard to see. But I mean, honestly, once you master that timing, he gets really easy because instead of dreading the bull charge, you're like, oh, free knockdown. Boom. Done. Which, you know, makes taking him out so much easier. He is also, um, FYI, the only person, uh, boxer in this game that can get up on the count of nine. Huh. Good to know. Yeah. (laughs) But if he does not get up on the count of nine, goes to ten, and you get your knockout, well, you have won the title. Yeah, you are the WVBA Major Circuit Champion. Congratulations. But don't rest on your laurels. You're entering a whole new circuit. That's right. A whole new world of hurt. The world circuit. And your first opponent is an old face. Yeah. Uh, Not so friendly, but one you've seen before. (laughs) Yes, the charming uh, face of Piston Honda has returned. And good old Piston Honda is not too different. Now, when he does his eye wiggle thing, he'll throw three jabs. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you can still get uppercuts there, although I notice from round to round, sometimes he'll switch, like whether uh, a jab or a body blow will be the one you can hit. And then after those is when you get your stars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still available. Um, he no longer dances around before his piston punch. It's a quicker attack this time. Yeah. But so. it still has the same weakness. Yeah, pretty much uh, the same. Um, he will do his little duck thing where... It looks like he's ducking for an uppercut, and he shifts back and forth. Like right. Shoom, shoom, shoom. If you pop him in the face with a, well, I mean, it's a body blow, but that'll get you a star as well. Excellent. And once you've defeated him, you move on to the next opponent in this circuit, Soda Popinski. Yes, from uh, Moscow in the USSR. This uh, bad boy will take you 10,000 points to get a decision on. And this, I remember this as, as far as I could ever get on rentals. Mm-hmm. This was where I really, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, which even though he's not that complicated of a foe, but he does, I will say this, that's cool about his music is a real song. It's the Volga Boatman song. It's an old Russian song. Oh, cool. So there you go. You know, he does a lot of basic things, nothing too crazy. Yeah. But he is strong. Yeah. That's the key. He has fast, strong uppercuts. You Mm -hmm. know, you got to watch out. Sometimes he'll do the stomp and you'll get three jabs. And I guess you can get a star if you do like that late hit on the uppercut that you were talking about earlier. But yeah, I, I have a lot of trouble with that. It's like the only way I would. And there's, okay, there's some way you can do the duck. Okay, it was like when he bends down to uppercut you. Right. If you duck, then it'll like, he'll get confused and you can just punch him in the face. And I don't know if you get a star or knocked out. I couldn't get it to work, but I saw better better boxers than me did. So it's out there for the, the truly uh, powerful. All right, cool. <laughs> I found with him, it was not uh, fancy. It was just about trying to get him down as much as possible, get those three knockouts in one round. Yeah, and he's one thing I like about him that Bald Bull has too is like when you punch them and their eyes look like they're uh, oh yeah um, whatever those reels are on like slot machines or something. You know, it's it's pretty funny. It is. I I do love me some Soda Popinski. Now we didn't mention that he's a weird shade of pink. He is, looks very pale. Like it's very odd, very weird. I, the funny part is he's not like a stereotypical Russian. Like you Not think of really. from the 80s? No, yeah. But uh, he is a big, goofy-looking dude. And once you've defeated him, well, you're back to Bald Bull. Bald Bull is back. Now, this time, uh, you can beat him by decision, but it'll cost you 7,000 points. Well, I wouldn't know, because this was the end of my progress. Uh, well, this is a tough... Uh, he's He's mostly the same, but now he can only be knocked down by an uppercut or on his bull charge. Gotcha. Which is tough. Like, you'll see his life go down to zero and then creep a little back. Right. You know, um, 
He also does a thing, I guess I saw it called rubbing ears, where he's moving his hands up, you punch him for a star. Okay. So he does do that semi-frequently to give you some stars to work with. Yes. But mostly it's about just saving him till he's down, uppercut, and then... He just hits so hard. I mean, well, you're only taking three hits. It's a uh, very little margin for error, you know? Right. Um, and, and, I mean, one hit if it's the bull charge, so... <laughs> exactly. So, and yeah. He will introduce his little short, like the half bull charge, where mm-hmm. he doesn't go back the full uh, right. length. But really, it's it's about once you, you have to... At this point, you you might be able to get by the first bull bull without mastering the bull charge, but mm-hmm. here it's pretty much required. Definitely. And I'd like to say that I was uh, better to go on further, but like I said... This is where it ends for me now, but I, I'm confident that with a little more playing, I can start working my way up past these guys. Yeah, no I think problem. That's a good. That's a good showing too, man. Like this, it really goes get. This maybe, is where it gets tough, man. Maybe once the uh, NES Classic gets re-released. Oh yeah. If yeah. you can actually buy one, this is a perfect game for that kind of system where you can just yeah. sit down and play for a little bit. Absolutely. But if you do take Nick's advice and you're able to beat the second version of Bald Bull, you will fight the second version of Don Flamenco. Which uh, always cracked me up because I was like, how did he get this far? Like, he'd be Bald Bull or Soda Popinski. Yeah, right. But he is definitely tougher than he was. Um, He will take 5,000 points to win a decision. Okay. He's doing a little, um, mostly he does, he switches between this little straight punch jab. Right. That you can counter with a punch, uh, a a body blow. I'm never able to do it reliably. Like, it's it's really short window for timing. Okay. But uh, he does, he'll throw some hooks and, of course... He'll go through these things where he'll just keep blocking all your punches until you run out of hearts. Oh. Then he'll start punching. So, I mean, he's so, not particularly tough. It's just kind of frustrating. It's like a defensive fighter kind of thing. So, from what I've seen, this is a, a kind of a longer match. Yeah, generally. Uh, longer than you want for a loser like Don Flamenco, but... There's I no mean, major ways to just knock him out. It's all uh, kind of a war of attrition. Yeah, I mean, you can, like I said, you can get that star if you counter his little straight punches, um, but... Most of the time, it's just about wearing him down. Well, it's not too hard to win, but hard to win fast. If you do wear him down, you get to move on to a brand new opponent. Oh, yeah. Mr. Sandman. Now, did this Mr. Sandman bring you a dream? Oh, a nightmare, man. Um, this He really... looks like a nightmare. I'll Dude, start with there. Uh, I think he's harder than Super Macho Man. He Maybe is just a because... giant creature of a man he is a beast from philadelphia pennsylvania Mm -hmm. and you cannot beat him with decisions um he is really big and fast and strong yes and this is where it's like this is the final bracket of difficulty kind of where you're like well you're in the home stretch now yeah and uh he starts with jabs kind of similar to bald bull the quick ones uh one thing about mr sandman um is that he i don't know if they are trying to intimate that he's ambidextrous but his uppercuts his everything is left and right he switches back and forth okay not that that really matters, but not to me it doesn't. You're just you're getting these jabs, and you got to dodge them. You can get one punch in the face, and then just eventually, one at a time. Yeah, eventually he'll get to the point where he's throwing hooks or okay. uppercuts. These again, left or right. But this, the trick here is that you have to punch him in the face. You know, dodge, punch him, and then you have to switch to the body because if you punch and keep punching him in the face, he'll block it. If you go straight to the body, he'll block it. But if it goes face, body, 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 you're good. Okay. It's kind of weird, but... Uh, that doesn't seem like you're getting a lot of hits in, though. Yeah, well, it, it can be, but he has these uppercuts. I don't know if he has a special name for it, but he'll do this, like, he'll kind of start fidgeting. 
and you'll know it's about time. And then mm-hmm. you'll get a split second flash where you need to start dodging. He does three uppercuts in a row and they're really strong. Like two, I bet two of them would probably knock you down. So you got to be on it, man. Uh, it's very demanding, a lot of dodging. But I'm guessing right after that, he's a little slow, a little, little less your time to, to pounce. Well, yeah, you, I mean, that's when you can get like a full eight or nine punches out okay. of a combo, you know, retaliation. So how did you beat him? Was that a uh, three in a round knockout? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I Most of the, the KOs are pretty tough to get. And At this point. Yeah, yeah. This would probably be a, a second round fight for me. It's hard to get him in the first one, you know, because the first two knockdowns, he's coming back with pretty much full life. So this is one where I would get to where I'm like, all right, we only got 20 seconds left. He's almost down. I'm just going to dodge. I'm not even punching him, you know, just so I can make sure I get it next round. Well, whether you can knock him out in the first, second, or third round, if you do, you get to move on to fight the champ of this, the world circuit. Yes. Super Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Sadly, not yeah. that Macho Man. This guy's pretty cool, though. I do like that he flexes his uh, pectoral muscles at you at the beginning in, mm-hmm. turn, uh, in time with the uh, Ride Soft. of the Valkyries. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Ride of the Valkyries. Now, also, he does have that like late 70s mullet, not the... 80s mullets, like the curly mullet. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Um, he's uh, he's from Hollywood, California, mm-hmm. and he cannot win by decision again. And he is your classic strongman-looking dude, bodybuilder, top-heavy. Oh yeah. Um, he's uh he's actually in some ways he's a simple guy because he just fights you with hooks and uppercuts, but they're right. fast and strong as hell, man. So it's all about not getting hit. It's it's all about dodging, and then of course there's his infamous spin punch, of which there are two types. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the the short one kind of where it's just one punch you have to dodge, or you know he'll move back a little and then come down and spin punch you, and then there's the big one where he he backs off almost to the other side of the ring and then comes down and will just keep going for a random amount of time where you just have to keep dodging and he's spinning around eight, nine, ten, eleven times. Who knows? Wow. It's tough, but I think I still think he's easier than Mr. Sandman because you can retail you can get a lot more damage to him. Right. Early on off of his in between punches, things. You know, and I mean once you get the spin punch down, the timing, it's it's actually not that hard to dodge. No. And I mean there's also like if you beat him, you get the password for the end where you can fight Mike Tyson, but if you lose, you're back down to this guy. So in my youth, I spent a lot of time going back and forth between Tyson and beating Macho Man. So I'm like, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm just used to him super, you know. I can see that because if you do defeat Macho Man, you are the world champion. Yeah, you get a cool little newspaper. Yes. With some funny, uh, you know, it tells you your password. And somebody wrote an article that says, Daddy, come home. Which always cracks me up, where I'm like, what? <laughs> Weird. Now, you oh, may be no. the world champion, but there's one more man you must face in the ring. That's right. Mike Tyson himself. In the dream fight with uh, Kid Dynamite, it's from Catskills, New York. Or is that New Jersey? I don't know. I can't tell from my poor handwriting. Well, um, <laughs> from the greater New York region. <laughs> the tri-state area. Uh, it'll take you 5,000 points to win a decision, which you can do. But good luck, because it's this guy is really, really hard. Yes, even though this is pre-face tattoo Mike Tyson, <laughs> he has all the vim, vigor, and spirit of a young man in those giant fists. And he does not hold back. No. Um, like, your first minute and a half of the first round is... By far the hardest thing in this game because all of his punches are coming fast and they're one hit knockdowns. So, so that's a minute and a half of pure white knuckle. I don't think I was up. ever able to make it through 
without taking at least one knockdown. Like okay. uh, it's really it's really nerve wracking because he doesn't. I noticed cer- around certain times, like forty four seconds, I would frequently get knocked out because he'll he'll do this thing and then you'll get to like a pause or kind of a random amount of time where he's just standing there and you're like, oh my god, is it coming or mm-hmm. you know? Um, so once you make it past there. Then it, it eases up a bit because he starts doing his punches, his jabs, he's winking. It gives so you, you a few tells. It's not just a onslaught. That you point. can. You, there's some tells for the other ones too, but these are more generous. Okay. And uh, then you can start doing some damage. Um, when you get to the second round, he'll and the third round, he'll start with these totally untelegraphed jabs. They're super fast. I have no idea how you're supposed to know where they come. I just hold block and try to block them. You know, there's like six or eight of them so i'm usually out of hearts by the time i'm done which right. sucks okay you gotta fight back then you're, then you're dodging and waiting to fight yeah um he'll start doing his dynamite punches again but they're not as strong now so you can take them without having to get hit you know i don't know man i just i kept beating my head against this guy you know i spent four or five days just being like oh, i'll try it again keep trying losing losing you know some of the times within seconds it's so frustrating so what was it what was it that pushed you over the edge um, I had nothing really. I mean, okay, I was just waiting on uh, Abby to get ready. So I'm just sitting there and I was like, oh, you know, hoping she won't talk to me while I'm at, you know, I was like, oh man, I made it to the third round. I'm like, be cool. I'm sure that, that'll that go like, over well with her when she hears this <laughs> podcast. Well, I started getting real nervous because I was like, wait a minute, I knocked him down a second time. And it's like, at this point, yeah. he's not filling up his life every time he gets up. So I was like, I, I can do this. I think, think okay. I can beat it. I was like, I, I was getting close to the points for a decision. So I was like, maybe I can get that. But Eke that decision out, maybe. But in the end, no. you just knocked him down that third time. A Vander Holyfield style. What took round? him down. This was in the third round. And it was close to the end. So Nice. It was, uh, it was very dramatic, and I was very relieved and excited. Well, once you beat Mike Tyson, he is a very gracious loser. Yeah, yeah. He pops up on screen and he tells you that you are a great fighter. Mm-hmm. And that he has never seen such finger speed before. Finger speed. Which is weird. And that well, becomes yeah. now a meta game because were you playing him playing the game? Uh, well, there was a... He'll say in between rounds sometimes, he's like, are your fingers as fast as my fists are deadly or something? Where I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> That's an interesting commentary there. But, well, yeah, I mean, again, with the WVBA, where you're like, are these people like, we're in the video boxing. Interesting. Now, fascinating. once that's done, you get a nice little goodbye, a sprite of each of the fighters that you defeat. Yeah, yeah, plays through the roll call. Indeed. I don't think there's any credits. No, there's not, nothing. Man. No credits I, at I all. Mean, you can tell it's an early one where they're like, we're not even acknowledging that people worked on this game. You do get a nice little sprite of Little Mac at the end. Yeah. And yeah. your record, you know. Mm-hmm. 12 and 0, 12 and 5, whatever it turned out to be. End of the end. And there you go. It's a quite simple but very fitting wrap up to the game. Yeah. Well, here we are in the final portion of our show, where we review using the classic Nintendo Power review system across four categories, with each category having a score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. So what did you give this, Eric? I gave this a 5.0. Okay. I gave it a 4, but I think... I wrote, was this 87? Between the sprites, the animations, you know, the way everything came together. You know, the music's a little sparse, but it's so good that it's near perfect in these aspects to me. Yeah, it's, it is, uh, it's great, man. Um, 
I love the look of all the boxers. Like they're very cartoonish, and they all have just enough personality that differentiate them. Even though there's only like three or four bodies. Right, and the way they move and do their moves is so well animated and so cool looking. Like you know what's happening all the time. There's never any confusion. Yeah, for sure. But then finally, the music is just great. I mean, you'd think you'd be tired of it by the time you're done playing, but it just sticks in your head. And, you know, when I run down the street after my trainer <laughs> on his bike, there's only one song I can think of. Yeah. Well, and we should also say that this game also has the ugliest Mario um, ever as the referee. So <laughs> <laughs> I did forget to mention Mario. Um, I guess I think... This may be the game where he wasn't technically authorized to be in it. Yeah, I think they snuck him in. They snuck of, him in like, and, and kind of just stuck his like, you know, hat and and mustache on a different sprite. Well, that, I wonder if there's a connection to the "Daddy Come Home" line in the paper because it shows a picture of the Mario referee next to it. It's kind wow. of weird. Where I'm like, maybe is that someone like, give us Mario back, come home? You know, maybe. Maybe. Mario Regardless, is a deadbeat dad. This game. Flawless when it comes to <laughs> graphics and sound. Well, after that TKO, I'm curious what you gave this game for play control. Um, I gave it a 3.5. Okay, I gave it a 3.0. I said it's so good, but uh, the uppercut. Yeah, I'm I'm so used to it, I guess I don't know, but... I would yeah. give it a 4.0 with the uppercut remapped. I think it gives you a lot of, like really quick options you know what i mean like you're able to dodge duck block you know and it's all very hair like very very quick like very precise just, yeah. you know get them quickly and react quickly so I, I like that about it you know there's not a lot to do but what you can do is definitely the most responsive i think it could be well king hippo's laughter certainly takes us right into the challenge factor of this game which i gave a 4.0 i also gave a 4.0 i said uh there are no power-ups <laughs> no tricks, no extra men. You just simply have to get good at this game. Yeah, um, and it's, in a way, I would almost compare it to a racing game where it's like each boxer's a new track. You have to learn the ins and outs. What are his tells? What are his weaknesses? Where do you get your stars? Exactly. Now, there are passwords, which, you know, is why it's not a 5.0. Right. No, I'm just kidding. It Actually, mitigates, well. <laughs> but, you know, it does mitigate some of the damage, and it allows you to jump in after you've gotten really good at beating certain bosses, yeah. or fighters, I should say. Yeah, the third, and I mean, the last three guys are really the hard core of this game, where that's where you're going to be doing the, the really difficult fights. But, you know, when you first pick up this game, be prepared, because it is very tough. <laughs> yeah. And finally, we find ourselves in the final category, theme and fun. I gave this game a 4.0 as well. Um, I gave it a 4.5. Okay. Um, I think it's just it's fun, goofy cartoon boxing, man. Yeah, all the boxers look and feel different, and they each have their own theme. While sometimes it's a little racist, it's usually just pretty goofy and fun. Yeah. Now, once you find your rhythm in this game, and you understand the mechanics, like, this game is just pure fun. There is no, like, extra thought. You don't have to, you know... Manage an inventory. You don't have to figure yeah. out what you're going to do later or next or any of that kind of stuff. It's just pure reaction and, and a blast to play. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, you know, going back and really playing it where I really, you know, as a fan of fighting games, I never connected the dots between this and one of them where I'm like, this is very similar. You know, you don't have as much different about Little Mac as mm -hmm. you would in other games, but you have a bunch of different fighters, different moves. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I never thought about it, but I can definitely see where those dots connect. This could be the precursor to many street fighting type of games. Well, that almost brings us to the end of the show. But of course, I must ask, as I always do, should you play this game, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, you should. I said yes as well. <laughs> it is hard, but good. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a game, like, it's one of the few games, like I said, it's been my time waste where I'm like, it's just fun to play. I'm not even trying to win. I just throw exactly. it on for a little while and see how far not, I get. Not only is it hard and good, it is just fun. It's just a pure blast to play. Yeah, I mean, for a minute, I was like, you know, pretty good. Maybe I should see what the, the speed run time time attacks are no that's not me <laughs> no those are like uh in like the teens yeah minutes. 15 or 16 minutes where i was like oh okay yeah that, that never mind <laughs> that's definitely amazing but you Hats know it's off to those folks even if you're not a speed runner this game is worth picking up and at least trying you got to see the sprites you got to enjoy this fun music and you know maybe it'll hook its uh teeth into you like it did my son and this might be one of your new game go-to games i mean i think it says a lot that i'm like this is a sports game that i liked so it made it through <laughs> like it's tough man indeed whether you love sports games boxing games or not at all i think this is one of the rare ones that will break through and you will enjoy Next week's game will be Donkey Kong 94 for the Game Boy. So find a copy of this game any way you can. Grab your controller or find your handheld. <laughs> but uh, anyway, play along, guys and, and gals. And remember, guys or and or gals, um, if there's anything you want to talk to us about or correct us, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Please like our page on Facebook at Cartridge Command. You can check us out on the Twitter sphere at Cart Command. And of course, we must always thank our patrons, including our new ones. Yeah. Thank you so much for making this show possible. Yeah, good on you guys. We thank you from the bottom of our heart as always. And as always, Cartridge Commandos, game, game on! on. It makes certain bosses that we'll talk about bosses. <laughs> it makes.